And welcome back to the fourth episode of 710 Sports with Jack and Jared. Thanks for tuning in again to the fourth episode. This episode of 710 Sports will be focused on more general overarching questions about the upcoming season, which starts questions, predictions Thursday. as well. Yes, this Thursday, just a couple days from now. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be, we're going to be at, asking questions like who's going to be the sack leader? Who's going to be the interception leader for the season? Uh, what's the team you're most excited for? What are three, uh, who are, who's the best of the three rookies drafted in the first round this season? Yeah, first, like five, because it wasn't, I think Thibodeau was the fifth pick. So for, three of the first five picks were edge rushers. So I feel like that's a, that's a good thing to talk about. You know? <coughs> All right, joking. Defensive ends. I'm on my drink here. Uh, like, l- like which team? <laughs> Like yeah. which team will do the season. <laughs> and so we're going to have some of those questions already prepared. Then each of us have prepared a special surprise question that the other person does not know and is unprepared for. And we'll ask those at the end and see what sort of things we get from one person being prepared for <laughs> and the other being completely off the know. <laughs> um, and so I guess we'll just, we're going to jump right in um, with who's going to be the sacks and who's going to be the interception leader on the defense for this season. Uh, we'll start, I guess, with, with the sacks. Um, and I, I can, I can just go right to start if you want, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So I'm looking at a lot of these, uh, defensive linemen who are, you know, projected to be really good this season. Oftentimes they have another really good rusher on their team. You look at someone like, um, Max Crosby and Cam Hayward. Yeah. TJ Watt and Cam Hayward, that's a great example. Those are pro- maybe the maybe the best tandem, <laughs> yeah, maybe the best um, yeah. of them all. But you've got Max Crosby and Chandler Jones in Oakland, um, yeah. and so I, I started to look at see okay, the who are the exceptions to that? Who doesn't really have another powerful player, or you know, who's on a duo of those teams? And you start to narrow the list down. You also you have like Miles Garrett. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm Cleveland, but I refuse to pick anything Cleveland because they're a dumpster fire of a franchise. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Nick Bosa of the 49ers. Um, now, you might say, Nick Bosa, isn't that guy coming off an injury? Yes, he is. He's coming off of a knee injury. But I think that assuming that the knee heals properly, he will have come off a mostly rested season. Now, yes, it's coming off of injury, but he might have some extra juice because he wasn't playing last season. Um that all depends on his rehab and stuff. So, bit of a bit of a controversial pick, and I could see you maybe going with Miles Garrett. Obviously, Aaron Donald is elite, um, but he's he's he. I don't know if he's going to be sacks leaders because he's got the, he's in he's that inside rusher spot, and oftentimes yeah, yeah, it comes hard. from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so that, that that's who I got. I, I think if I had, if I had to pick, I'd say Nick Bosa, but I could see you maybe going with something like yeah. Miles Garrett. Um, yeah, I think. I think the the two Raiders edge rushers, I think, are definitely interesting, right? Because I was looking at that at, at the sack counts last season of like what the what the, of of some of those tandems of what tandems like had two top fifteen, and I picked top fifteen because T.J. Watt was one, Cam Hayward was fifteen. Interestingly, the other team with two edge rushers in the top ten was Arizona, who had Marcus Golden and Chandler Jones, but Chandler Jones is now in the Raiders, who already had Max Crosby, who's very young. I looked, he's twenty five. Uh, who has him have him and Chandler Jones is much older, but still, right? He was the thirteenth, thirteenth in sack count. He was tied with Joey Bosa, right? Which is definitely good company to be tied in there, right? And and, and mm-hmm. I know I'm a Patriot. He was a former Patriots 
like I could see that tandem being very good, but I also feel like like there's like there are a couple things to consider when it's a tandem. It means that one person will help the other person get pressure because you can't double. I mean, you can double team both, but if then if you're rushing that, you can only double team both if you're rushing three, right? If you're rushing four, you can only double team one of those guys, and then everyone else, and then the other ones in single and so on. Um, whereas if someone's there's only one, it's different, you know, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, but that's I I guess that that's one thing I'm why why I, I it's hard for me to pick either of them. I think. I have to pick TJ Watt again. And I'm doing okay. that mainly because he was, he, I mean, like, look at the numbers. He had, how much is that? Six and a half more sacks than Miles Garrett. Uh, seven more than Nick Bosa. And, and and even more than the rest of the people. Um, And I think that just like he, last season, he, he was out a couple of games. And I think he was even out of, out a game or two uh, last season. And he's still pretty young. It's not like I'm, it's not like I think Aaron Donald, I could see maybe having less, I mean, not to always talk about age, but I could see 31, maybe he starts to, his dominance slows down slightly. But I think TJ Watt's still 27. I don't think he's going to slow down. I don't think the Steelers defense really changed too much. I don't, I can't think of someone they really lost. I can't really think of many players they added, right? They used their number one pick on a quarterback and then a wide receiver in the second round. It's not like they added much to the defense, but I also don't think that, like, I think, I think enough will hopefully say the same for them. They're still, they probably have a, they didn't make, no, they did make the playoffs. That's right. Um, But they barely, yeah, barely, but they still, so I guess that's, a, they have a number two schedule, which is harder, but, but still, I think that, I think Micah Parsons could be an interesting pick just because he's, you know, I, I, I mean, everyone, everyone loves Micah Parsons, but I didn't realize he, he was sixth overall for sacks last year. And he's also like he's he's just great everywhere. He's also great pass. He's, he everywhere. was not lining up like at the end or whatever. Yeah. Like every snap, he was lining up a yeah. linebacker a lot. Like and he stuff was like still that. got that many sacks. And I could, I mean, I mean that's very much a a choice that probably, hopefully for for his sake, he has some choice of. But also the Dallas Cowboys will have of like like what direction do you want to point this guy in, right? Because he's young, right? This is he was last last season was rookie season. Do you mm-hmm. try to put him more into an edge rusher role? You think that's really important, or do you think a coverage linebacker is more important? Like, or or is it important to have him do both? Or all those sorts of questions. That I can't I can't pick I can't make the bold choice pick him number one because they might try to they might just not use him in that way even if he's capable of it, um, more than capable. But I I think he's an interesting guy to consider because he's super young, and even with even like like I said even only playing some of the sacks and on the line like that he still had 13 sacks. He was still the sixth, sixth overall. He only had compared to miles Garrett. He only had three fewer sacks than miles Garrett, which is yeah, no, an so interesting. I, it's an interesting. So looking at Michael Parsons, I think he's great, but I'm, I'm certain that whatever he's supposed to do, wherever he's supposed <laughs> to be, the, the Cowboys will mess it up. <laughs> so if, if he's best on the line, they'll probably start having him play like cornerback. You know what I mean? Something oh, like no, that. I, I know what you mean. That's yeah. That, so, the, so the but, institutional but I, incompetency uh, avenue yeah. of discussion there. I know. I so and then I, I, obviously TJ. That's a great pick because look at JJ. I think he won Defensive Player of the Year like three or four times in a row or something in his prime. Yeah. You could see this happening with TJ as well, just going on a tear. Um, yeah. But that like to to flush yeah, out it's... like you sort of started to flush out this idea of when you have two really good guys in the line they are going to you can't double team both of them unless you like decide okay we're going to keep our tight end 
you know, in every time. Yeah, yeah. And and block or whatever. Every, We're gonna keep our time, running yeah. our running back in every time. And so they're they will make each other more effective, but they're also going to split a lot and of those take, sacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, unless they're always going to double they could always double TJ and then Cam eats, but I don't think but, they're yeah. gonna make each other more than twice effective if they're splitting the sacks yeah and no, so that's I, why I, I say to myself I, I you know I, but you know what wasn't he the sack leader last year so maybe i'm just yeah. wrong yeah or that's I, what that that's my main thing is that like because i was saying the same sort of thing my thing is i think they're at like because cam hayward isn't another edge rusher he's inside yeah or, or, or wait is he right yeah he's a defensive tackle yeah he's a defensive tackle not defensive end so he's like i mean the fact that he's getting that he's getting a lot of sacks from that middle of the line position i think that's a that's a sort of spot where he can he can sometimes force he can sometimes force the double team right if because if you're lined up across from the center or, or like one one to the right like one to tj watts side for example you line up like i don't know i'm thinking i'm thinking if you rush four I, I'd, I'd have to draw a formation to get more detailed but like if mm. he's lining up next to tj watt and this is the sort of thing thing we do in madden but like you have them <laughs> both and then you have you have three you like you can only double team one of them and the other one they're right next because to you can't other. leave you can't leave you one can't person on the right hand yeah. side with two people yeah. rushing them yeah right. yeah and if you have the guy on the inside like it, i just feel like it might be easier the guy an edge rusher like tg walking can, can keep going across the side can make it hard for the guard to help out the tackle if he goes enough to the side the guard might have to kind of help out the center potentially i could just see i'm not a defensive coordinator so uh i'm gonna stop talking no, about this but... now but 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 i could see I, I think it seems like their scheme. It seems like the scheme that yeah. whatever Pittsburgh's doing feeds up to TJ Watt. It feeds enough to Cam Hayward as well to have him be number 15, but still feeds him enough, has been working enough for him, but but yeah. And also, like, you know, you might not be a defensive coordinator, but you're right because it's worked. So, yeah. like, that's, I mean, look at look at the numbers, like you said. So, yeah, okay, so let's just jump yeah. to interception leader right. um, quickly. Um, before we run into our next question here, I know. Uh, who who do you have for interception leader for this uh, upcoming 2022 2023 season? This was hard. I think Trayvon Diggs, I don't think is going to get it again, right? Because he got it last year. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of intercept. I like, like, I don't know. I just don't like, I, I don't think he's a horrible cornerback, but he's also very boomer bust. And I could see, right, he gave a lot of yards and cover, like, there's some stat about him out there somewhere, but but I can oh, he gives up the like, most yards like yeah. per per like attempt thrown at him or something yeah. <laughs> um, of anyone. That's why he, some say that his his interception numbers are simply by volume because he gets thrown at so much. <laughs> yeah, but I could see my uh, see, see see this is why it's hard because also looking at the numbers about this, it's hard to really because there's a lot of guys, a lot of numbers, and it's also somewhat unlike sacks. It's like there there is an element of you can be really good and you can be so good they just don't throw at you. Yep. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And that's so that's what complicates it a bit. That's why, like, that yeah, that's why I don't know about JC Jackson either. I could see I think I think I'm gonna go with JC Jackson. I guess it's it's hard for me because he got so many last season, right? He was definitely a ball hawk last season, and he's joining a team like I don't know. I, I wouldn't say better defense, but that's kind of part of it. I I mean they've got that at this point they definitely have more stars, so they maybe maybe should they should be a better defense, and I think they're gonna have a, a and a, a, like a better pass rush. I think a better sort of 
defensive fronts there than the Patriots did with Matthew Judon, well, I guess Kyle Van Noy. I'm trying to think of the, who, who was edge rushing for the Patriots last season. But like, I don't know. I just, I, I could see him, I could see him on a team that will in theory be in the lead a lot. And if they're in the, in the lead a lot, teams they play against have to pass. If the offense succeeds the way it should, in theory, they should have to pass a lot. He's going to be the main cornerback. They already have a good safety, so I could see put put him on one, put the safety on one side of the field, have J.C. Jackson cover the other side of the field. You know, I could see I could see that working. It's it's hard for me though, and it, I, I thought edge edge rushers I thought were easier to think about than interceptions. No, I mean, and some of this is chance. Like a lot of interceptions are ball gets batted up and oh whatever like it 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 can be certainly a bit of a lucky thing so it is a hard thing to pick but i'm gonna go ahead and pick someone that um hasn't quite 100 percent. i i don't think has been fully proven and so this idea of like that you mentioned that if you're really good they're just not going to throw to you jc jackson or jair alexander might not get targeted as much this guy's in a second year and he's maybe top five cornerbacks in the league patrick certain the second mm. in denver um yeah. he's in a second year he had a really good year one seemed like that was a good um you know number one overall pick for them he had four ints last year nothing crazy but i feel like he's still a second year player he's still trying to prove himself He's, it's not like he's been broken off and has a massive contract. I thought I yeah. think about J.C. Jackson. I think all of <laughs> your points are true, but I also think, man, this guy got paid finally. <laughs> yeah, and he's Old in L.A. Ex-Pats, expats player finally gets paid. You know, not to who net, not to not to tout the Patriots line, but I could see maybe the Patriots Patriots scheming and stuff may have done some done him some favors. I could see, I could see the Patriots having six like the, the defensive coaching, but also just defensive, some of the players that are on that team. I, I, I don't know. I could, I could see that, that definitely having an effect on his numbers of, of leaving that system. And yeah. And, and now finally getting the big contract, not like that sort of play for a cut. Like he's no, he's now has the contract. I could see motivation wise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, and I, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm going because I just feel like Patrick's saying he, he's, he's, he's still playing for, playing for a contract i mean it's the second year so yeah, it's yeah. not he's probably not going to get it soon but you look at all the other i mean you could look at the top 10 cornerbacks probably in the league and they're i think they're all probably in their fifth sixth year fourth fifth yeah. sixth year so yeah, i would i think that's a good yeah so so you know that's my pick but okay Ooh, so uh, edge rusher next right of those three rookies yeah exactly so we had three rookies taken in the top five i believe it was in the was. draft um, number one yes. overall, Trayvon Walker to the Jags. Number two overall, Aiden Hutchinson to the Lions. And number five overall, Kayvon Thibodeau to the New York Giants. New York Giants, the New York football Giants. Yeah. New York football Giants. Um, I just wanted to have a conversation about who we thought might be the best of the three. Jack, this is your question, so why don't this you start my question. us off? I'll, yeah, I, th- I should. I'm think- so what my thoughts on this question were, right, because – there's three guys taken all, all of them had buzz about going number one. All of them had buzz about going number two. Uh, so, so that's why I was thinking that was kind of my thinking behind the question. My thought is obviously assuming, assuming he gets back, he might even get to start week one. 
I like Kayvon Thibodeau, and I like him here because I think that Trey, a lot of the a lot of the buzz, a lot, a lot of the talk around Trey Walk around the draft right after he was drafted, right before, was that he was kind of a raw talent sort of guy, or, or kind of a guy that had to be melt like molded a bit, like he had a lot of potential, uh, but maybe not as ready to go. Whereas a lot of talk about Aiden Hutchinson was that he's relatively ready to go, um, and, and and Thibodeau as well. But uh, I, I heard a lot about him. Uh, Hutchinson just because he was often mocked for number two, uh, which he ended up being. Um, the reason I like Thibodeau, I think, is for one thing, I think Trayvon Walker, I think, had might have the issue of he has Josh Allen on that team, uh, the linebacker one, not which who I believe is an edge rusher, right? Josh At isn't yes. on, on the Jaguars. He's got it. I feel like oh, I saw that on the sack count. That's why I, I, I believe. Yeah, I believe that. Um, He's a pass rusher, or maybe a but, linebacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I know he's a linebacker, but I feel like I forget if he's like an edge rush linebacker. But he probably rushes sometimes. But either way, I could see that Jags Jags defense. I don't have much faith in just just like generally, uh, and not that I'm a man of great faith about the Giants, but but I could see the Giants had two, two of their cornerbacks are very high on the interception count. That's the one thing last season people would say, hey, at least the Giants defense looks okay. Those sorts of things I could see if if the Giants get a half decent secondary get to have if the Giants already have some decent defensive pieces around him, I could I could see him also someone like Hutchinson who has who's thought of as kind of being a um a more ready to go product so let's just sort of speak that he could go like I could see him slotting in very well and they already have good pass coverage quarterback won't won't have any, may not get any, as many easy targets and then you get the edge rusher going in whereas the Lions with Hutchinson. I'd be worried about uh, like not, I'm not sure how much, I know they've got some young, they, they've got a very young team. They've got some young cornerbacks and stuff, but, but they don't like a lot of the star, a lot of the hope that a Lions fan might have about this next season is a lot of the good o- offensive players where the guy they just drafted uh, the wide receiver, they just drafted whose name I forget. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown, um, Deandre Swift, that these good, very young players, a lot of them are in the offense. I'm not hearing like, ooh, Lions have a great linebacker or Lions have a great this or that, uh, which just makes you worry that, yeah, maybe Hutchinson will do well. I think he'll do well anyway, but but, but, but I don't think it's going to be like, I'd be worried about their pass game, how much they might give up over the air, regardless of how much pressure you get. Whereas I'm, I'm thinking the Giants potentially may not give as much up over the air. Yeah, Lions will be okay, a better yeah. team though, but. Well, I think so. We'll I, I I think all excellent points. Um, and sort of to to flush out the scenario a little bit more, you've got uh, Trayvon and Kayvon. Um, they both played three years in college, um, and declared for the draft after the third year. Whereas Aiden Hutchinson did play his fourth year, and but impressively, um, he probably had the best year out of the three of them in the last year um, before they were drafted. So there's lots of toss-ups here. Um, you ask yourself, why wasn't Hutchinson drafted the year before? Uh, well, I think COVID sort of had a big deal about mm-hmm. this. He was sort of coming off two seasons where maybe he wasn't ready, and then they didn't play as many games, I don't think. Um, so there's some there's a lot of things complicated. So Hard Knocks is every Tuesday. I've been watching along. <laughs> and, I, and, and they are doing a lot on Aiden Hutchinson. Um, the staff is saying that he's really good. Obviously, that some of this is just PR media stuff. What are they yeah. going to say? The second overall pick is bad. But <laughs> when they're being recorded, it seems like they're genuinely saying 
hey, you never know with these things. You could pick a guy and you get him here in camp and he's not what you thought he was, but this guy, they seem to be suggesting he is what they yeah. think he is. And I'm not, I unfortunately am not privy to see those types of things for the Giants and the Jags. <laughs> now that could just be a red flag. So I'm going to take Trayvon Walker simply because these guys all had really good stats, but Trayvon Walker played in the hardest conference in college football. Now, I don't really understand college football. I don't watch college football much. <laughs> but my understanding is that the SEC is one of the hardest uh, conferences to play in, so he was probably playing against better talent in general. And so I would say I would probably take Trayvon Walker also because he was picked in his third year and not his fourth. So Aiden Hutchinson mm-hmm. might be a little bit more of a ready product than both of them, but I'd, I would probably take Trayvon. My only apprehension to this is that these are all bad organizations and these are all bad teams. <laughs> and so one of them had to, had to actually get the first pick and make the choice. And statistically, they probably made the wrong choice, <laughs> no matter who it was. Yeah, yeah. So, so I actually would – I'd be hard-pressed to I, – I would be hard-pressed to take the first guy taken like because, I, yeah. like I said, I would Odds feel like the wrong. Jags probably <laughs> – pick the wrong guy and then the lions just happened to get the right one because yeah. you know trayvon was already taken yeah. but i'm going to stick with trayvon just simply yeah, saying yeah. that i feel like it could be aiden hutchinson as well but we'll see yeah yeah um so that's that's how i feel about it but do we want to move on i feel like i feel like team most excited but i feel like that's a quick question i feel like that's a you know a lot of that yeah, i feel like we've already we, talked about and that's why and i say that because i'm gonna pick i'm leading i'm taking control um, yeah, no. go ahead. <laughs> no, and and I say that because I feel like uh, some of us we talked about where I kind of like the Raiders. I'm kind of excited about the Raiders, and I I am because seeing that sack count thing, I said where I didn't realize Chandler. I knew he was good. I didn't realize like he was still number ten or something, eleven in sacks, and and Max Harper was actually worse than I thought in sacks. But either way, both like I think that pass rush will be better than I thought it was. I thought it'd be good, but it's I didn't realize Chandler Jones was still number ten ish around there mm-hmm. um and i think on the offensive side i think the 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 massive step in 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 uh coaching and in, in now actually having a coach and having a good coach having josh mcdaniels from the patriots rather than a temporary coach because gruden uh is gone having that i think a, a big it will be a big step up as well as i mean i think their their offensive receiving core is just very very good i think the Devonte Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller combo—they all do different things. They're all good, obviously. Uh, Devonte Adams being being potentially the best receiver in football. I think that combo for me gets me very excited. Very excited about that team. That's interesting. Now, I I like to point out. I believe that you had the Raiders go, coming in third. I do in that division. Did you not? I think I do. I think I do. I've thought about that more. I still. I still might put it at third because the other team I was thinking about saying was the chargers and not that I'm excited about them, but because I think, I think it's, it's the question, can they put it together? Right. They, everything's there more than enough is there. Can they put it together? So it's not something I'm like, it, 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 both, both of mine were that, like both of mine were those two teams, which is why it's still, I'm going to keep that prediction for now of them mm-hmm. being third. Yeah. I think Way to stick to your convictions. I'm Way to stick to like, your convictions. I still think the Chargers have so much to put together, but I think the Raiders make the playoffs, which I we we talked about then. I, I stick with that anyway. But I also I find the Raiders pretty interesting. I'm gonna say two teams for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So sorry, I'm cheating. 
But similarly <laughs> to the reasons that you said, I mean, this team isn't as stacked, but they're in the AFC and they're going to be really successful. I think they're going to blow a lot of teams out. I think they're going to be fun to watch. Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Mm. The dude is still not – doesn't have a locked-up contract long-term. Yeah. So I feel like he's going to be playing his tail off. If yeah. injury isn't a problem for him and the team, I could see them maybe being the number one seed in the yeah. conference, especially with their schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and so I'm always enter- like I'm always entertained by watching the Ravens. Um, and they're a great franchise, and they have a great QB. So I just wonder if they can bring it together and maybe make a run this year. Yeah. So I'm ex- excited to watch them. On the opposite side, I'm really excited to watch the Lions. I think they're going to be terrible. I think they're going to be bad. <laughs> Easily the well, I don't know. Chicago's going to be pretty bad in that division. But they're going to be. I they're going to be bad. Worse, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. going to be bad, and it's it's just so fun because you're watching this hard knock stuff, and you're getting kind of emotionally invested, yeah. and everything. But I have absolutely no faith in Dan Campbell, um, especially <laughs> like especially after <laughs> watching hard knocks, because, um, you know he's he's he's, he's he, sun zooming you don't he's, right. he, he, uh-huh. he's putting up this this facade of ignorance you know this facade right. of him just being a being like a morale coach right. just, and, hmm. but but you oh you think it's just the facade because i think it's the truth i think he i think he's triple reverse psychology <laughs> people like everyone just thinks i'm a dummy but you know let them think that it's like well we do think that and you are and if you look at the team last year they still only had three wins. Now, some some games they probably like could have probably beat the Ravens, um, but I, like I said, I don't have faith in the Lions. And watching it crash and burn will be even more interesting, knowing <laughs> that I was inside the locker room for the four weeks prior to the season, and right, and knowing, hey, this is what this coach is about, and I and I think it's been talked about before, but all this hoorah, all this we work hard, we you know we care about each other, we. We, we fight all this stuff. None of that matters when you lose. And he can't just, he can't go three and 14 again because they, they you can't just keep listening to Lions win the division. <laughs> Lions Super Bowl 2023. This guy, this guy loves Dan Campbell. Yeah, no, I just, I just don't see it. So, but well, maybe relevant, they'll prove me wrong. Relevant question. Perfect segue to the next question. Yep. Yeah. Mid-season head coach firings. Do we think there'll be a big mid-season head coach firing? And who who might that be? Yeah, so I, I, I have a list of many, but I, I will give you one definitive <laughs> yeah. one definitive coach, and it's gonna be a pretty spicy take. I know we try to keep it, you know, oh, no geez. hot takes on the show, oh, but the, I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a kind of a spicy take here. But anyway, obviously you got Matt Rule. Everyone's hot like hot on Matt Rule saying, Oh, if he doesn't get it done. I mean, he's just collecting quarterbacks from a draft four years ago. It's kind of confusing what's going on there. And you haven't seen the production that you want. But the thing is, he's on a seven-year contract. So if they cut tail with him now, I think he's in his third or fourth year of that contract. They're going to pay him out for years. Sheesh. Now, they don't care. Yeah, because there's, there's no cap. There's no they, cap. They, the they, do not, they do not care about paying about paying people they don't, they don't play or use. <laughs> don't, don't get wrong. Oh, you talking about McCaffrey? No, oh, oh, I mean, oh, that's a that's an even better point. No, I I didn't even mean him, but geez, no, I I'm at the fact they're still paying, they're paying Cam Newton, they're paying Baker Mayfield, they're paying Sam Darnold. I wonder if they're paying Teddy Bridgewater still. Right, they might just be for all I know. 
but no, they're just that. Yeah, no, sorry, it's, you were, it's you a were, mess. You it's, were saying that's that. a mess. Of course, I'm not going to get into this because I'm only going to get into this a hundred more times. But Mike McCarthy, <laughs> just put him on the chopping block. Jerry Jones is basically almost pushing him out while he's got the job, and one, you know, trying to bring in Sean Payton. But you know, I digress you on wish. that. Dan Campbell, I just talked about, but I'm the, the spicy take is that if this if this coach doesn't get it done this year, I I can't possibly imagine him being back for another year. And if he's not getting it done to start the year, I I have to imagine they'd kick him out immediately because he's already had some scrutiny based off of the way that he calls plays. Brandon Staley of the Los Angeles Chargers, spicy with. With all the fourth down stuff and all the analytics and everything, maybe the game's yeah. just not quite ready for the next Bill Belichick. You know, maybe he's going yeah. to be the, the stat- statistics guy when he's a little bit older and he has more success, but he didn't have success last year with it. They were kind of close. They, the team got even better. They were good before. If they yeah. can't make, if they can't put it together, if, for some reason, let's say they're one and five to start the season, you don't think Brandon Staley, the, the fans will be calling that. Yeah, with that much talent, you're not going to blame the players. No, sure. And, so and, no one's blaming Herbert. Everyone's got to, you know, you know. And I would, I would argue if Herbert plays bad, he could play bad, and you could, like, it could actually be Herbert's fault. And they're still gonna, they're, they're, they're gonna coach. Yeah, they're they're gonna blame the coach, and they're yeah. gonna get rid of the coach. They're not yeah. gonna get rid of Justin Herbert. Yeah. So you're right. This is a this is a dicey that's situation a for Brandon Staley. Yeah, yeah. But mine, mine, mine here, mine pretty, pretty cheap and easy because uh, it's one of the names you said. I think Dan can't. Not Dan Campbell. Uh, my, I, I think the Mike McCarthy one is is a real like, is a real you wish sort of thing. Is a real you know, <laughs> if only it's a real if only no. But I think Matt Rule and the Panthers. I I don't know thing with the contract length, but looking at their schedule, yeah, I think not to not to start talking about picks. I think they're gonna win Week One, but after that, like like I don't think that that may not be super easy. Actually, yeah, they play the Giants, they play the Falcons twice, but of their first twelve games. I only get, I only see four things that I think are like four things that if I were to make all the picks right now, I'd say are wins of their first mm-hmm. 12 games. If they go four and eight and they're rocking, they're rocking three. If Baker doesn't, you know, like, if Baker's a good season, it's one thing, right? Right. If the quarterback lands, but if the quarterback doesn't land, then geez, geez, they've been making some real suspect quarterback choices. And I could see that really, uh, I, I, I could see people not not liking that. If they a lot of the they play the Saints, Panthers, 49ers, Rams, Bucks, Bengals, uh, Ravens, Broncos. And that's just in the 12 games. They play the Falcons twice there. They play the Giants. Those mm-hmm. are probably wins. Falcons, you know, for, for all we know, Falcons might might maybe they win one of those games. I don't know. That's why I I have some I like like they may do well. And if Baker does well, then I don't think there's a worry about the coach thing. But I could easily see them not doing well. Matt Rule's already been on the hot seat somewhat. People already, you know, calling for his head and stuff. I think I I, I could see that continuing. That's all. Right. And I conjure the agree. And, yeah. and even with the contract, they don't care. They'll cut yeah. that contract loose <laughs> and pay. It's yeah. not like it's gonna hit their cap in five years or four years <laughs> or whatever. So yeah, no, I think that's an excellent pick. Um okay, so, so bonus question, secret question. Bonus now, questions. Right? Here we go. Surprise questions. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I, I feel like I feel like I don't like mine as much now. With some of the other questions, I feel like so. So I'm gonna. I think we go mine because I think yours will be more interesting. Okay. Mine, yeah, I, you I, don't know it, but I, sure. I know. I oh yeah, you're re, re, real funny. For the same question. <laughs> but <laughs> that would be wild because mine, mine's kind of mine, specific. But best 
right? Best former rookie, best sophomore QB quarterback who was a rookie. There a bunch of quarterbacks taken very early last year, right? A whole bunch. And this time even more should be starting with Trey Lance starting, right? What's right. Who's going to do well, right? Who's or not just who's going to do well. Cause that, 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 that's an easy, we can like, that's easy enough, but who's going to be the best. Who's mm-hmm. the best of those quarterbacks. Not and you start because this, the is, best. Yeah, yeah, and it's this is your question. And so I can think here and process. And yeah, 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 yeah. I know. And I'm going, I'm going, I, I know, I know we like to uh, celebrate the Jags here, but I think with the new coach and everything, and I think Trevor Lawrence, like we said, I think we were doing the quarterback ranking. We, at some point we were saying this link last week about talking about the Jag, the Jags, like, like he, he had talent, right? Yeah, they didn't have a good season last year, but like, like th- this guy w- was like a phenomenon. I heard about this this guy when I when I was no longer watching football. You said Julia, your girlfriend, heard had like had heard about him, and like all like like this guy has has the skills. Yeah, it's the Jaguars. Yeah, they always suck, but I still could still see new good head coach. You know. Christian Kirk, at least a half decent wide receiver, even if it was an overpay and all the jokes about it ruining the wide receiver market and everything. They saw they added they added important players. I think the defense never hurts. Like they they added some stuff, and I I mean I think the new coach will be the biggest part, right? Getting getting mm-hmm. rid of Urban Meyer, like I think, and and actually having a coach, not just having a temporary coach or whatever they had in the interim, like getting a real good coach, I think would potentially really help us. Uh, help set him up for success and i think mac jones there's enough i'm enough of a patriots believer i'm enough of a patriots believer but at the same time there's a lot of a lot of the training camp stuff a lot of the matt patricia joe judge you know brain trust for offense that puts some doubt in me that i like mac jones i think he'll do well but i don't think i think he's gonna be middle of the road i like i'm not sure i don't think he's gonna do great with the everything that's around him whereas right Whereas I think this season, the sophomore season, I could see more of Lawrence's uh, natural abilities really, you know, blossoming. And Trey Lance, is another another guy, very good team, but I, I like, 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 like that's too much of a wild card for me to say right now. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. And if I had to actually pick, I'm gonna, I would pick <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. But for the sake of conversation, I will pick differently. The other guy you look at is Mac Jones, but that situation is such a cluster right now offensively. I. I I'm scared by that, yeah. and I'm also scared by whatever the QB like room is in San Fran. But <laughs> they did go ahead and try to shop Jimmy G. They brought him back in on a cheaper backup contract, like an expensive backup QB contract, <laughs> but a cheaper contract. So I'm going to go with Trey Lance because there's a reason that they took him. We've yeah. talked about this previously. They went up. They they traded up to get someone. Some say it was Mac Jones. But they traded up and they ended up picking Trey Lance for whatever reason. They saw something and they're saying, okay, we're going to try to start him. Now that could all fall apart in the next week. I don't know. We're <laughs> going to see. But I'm going to take Trey Lance, you know, as well, sort of as, as my second pick. I, I think we know what the ceiling is with Mac Jones. We, he could prove us wrong because he was the last one taken. Maybe he's still got a chip on his shoulder um, about that. But and then if you look at the other guys, what what is Fields supposed to do in Chicago? Yeah, yeah, the Bears, yeah, the Bears, like, 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 even even if he was the best player of all time, I, I don't know, I just, ooh, I'd almost luck. rather, yeah, ooh, 
And Davis Mills, I um, mean, he had an okay season, but it was like also the Texans. I have less like 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 the Doug Peterson to the Jags puts a lot more faith in me, faith in the Jags for me than whatever's going on with the Texans. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, and I, and yeah, actually, I, I the Davis Mills is a sneaky good pick. I, I think feel like I think it's sneaky. But, yeah. But yeah, no, I agree. So good question. Good question. Um, Yours. My question's a little bit on the shorter side, but um, <laughs> so before Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl in 2020, which was Super Bowl 55, um, there had never been a team to play in their home stadium. Uh, so there was never a home field advantage at the Super Bowl. In the last two years, you had Tampa Bay. And the Rams play in their home stadiums um, in 50, uh, 55 and 56, Super Bowl 55 and 56, and they both won. This has never happened before, and then it happened back to back. Ah, statistics, right? Probability. Now, Jack, do you know where the Super Bowl is this year? I just looked at because I just played it in Madden, and I, I had to look it up. I had to remember, but it's in it's in Arizona. Yes. So the Super Bowl this year, Super Bowl 57, is in Arizona. My question is. How likely are the Arizona Cardinals to get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl to not break the streak of going to the Super Bowl in and, your home stadium and, and win? Winning? Get to and so win get to and win and win. Yeah, five percent, and that's high. Five percent. <laughs> I think that's high. Yeah, I don't know if I I. I'm not. I'm not enthused enough by the Cardinals. Getting to that could be like like that. I, I'd have to think more on the odds. Getting to and winning. Especially when everyone's the talk is about how good the AFC is. Their path, you know, the NFC is 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 easier because you know you look at the AFC and there's just it's there's so many good teams. So many good teams getting into the playoffs might be hard. Yeah, but but you know for the NFC, the Cardinals probably will make the playoffs. What whether they win the Super Bowl once they get there? But hey, maybe if they had home field advantage, you know, they've gotten slowly better. (laughs) Yeah. Since um, Kyler got there, and maybe them them having the required, although um, hey, playoffs sound a hell of a lot like second half of the season. That's what that sounds like. That's Ooh. a great point. And the second half, no, but, point. No, but yeah, I I think uh, that's definitely an interesting thing. I forgot about, but but yeah, I think I don't think the odds are very high. If you had to give a percent, what percent would you give? Oh, I'd probably give a one percent chance i do not have faith in the cardinals i do not have if you've ever listened to cliff kingsbury talk (laughs) i mean the dude it's like the guys on on drugs or something i don't even know it's like or it's like he hasn't slept in like 48 hours the dude's like looks like a skeleton um so you know no but it's just the i don't know just the way he is but but and and the whole Kyler contract thing, I don't know. It's a mess. It's a mess down yeah, there. They have mess. good team. They have good talent. Um, but what are the chances that that team? It's a third team in the row that goes to the Super Bowl in their own stadium, wins the Super Bowl, and they also have in season hard knocks happening. Come on. Oh yeah, in season hard knocks. What are the chances? That's going to be some drama. Yeah, that's so. going to be some drama. Homework clause. <laughs> <laughs> Homework clause. Oh, class. Can't wait to see just Kyler Murray studying in hard knocks we're gonna watch him do homework (laughs) (laughs) classic all right well i think that's all the questions that we have for this episode um so we'll get to see as the season progresses how some of these check out in terms of best of the rookie defensive linemen sacks leaders and stuff like that and there will be a coach fired mid-season probably oh oh most certainly (laughs) (laughs) 
So we'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to keep watching that and uh, make sure that you watch our um, next episode. It's going to be posted Friday morning and it's going to be on the picks for uh, this first be, upcoming week. Um, yes. So it'll be, make sure that you watch Thursday, Thursday night football yeah. Rams. Yeah. Versus Bills. So, so, so you can hear, hear about how, how wrong we were in our predictions for that. Right. For that the game. next morning. <laughs> yeah. Cause we will be recording that before uh, the Thursday night game. So you'll get to hear us be right or wrong. Um, about that Friday morning. So, oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Once again, thanks for watching 710 Sports. This was Jack and Jared um, signing off. Yeah. Signing right, off. Right. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Signing off. Yes. Bye. 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 <laughs>